Hello, lovely podcast listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Going Off Track. It's a Wednesday. It's our favourite day because we get to record the podcast. (laughs) Also, happy go for a ride day. This is a fun international day, um, which we found out about, where you basically get on your favourite mode of transport and go for a ride. That could be a bike. That could be a horse. Could be a car. Could be a skateboard. Don't make it a car. That's boring. Yeah. (laughs) Save the planet. Save your carbon footprint. Um, Roller skates? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, A sledge? A horse Uh, and carriage? A a sledge. Oh, (laughs) yeah. If you live in the Alps. If you live in the Antarctic. (sighs) Yes. I'm Um, sure we have listeners from that demographic. (laughs) (laughs) We will soon. Um, But Ads, how are you doing today? I'm great, thank you. That's so even good. better that you made me a coffee this morning. Oh, I did make Ads a coffee. <laughs> I'm not even joking, right? I said, to, I said, Ads, would you like a coffee? And like, you know when normally you ask someone if they want a coffee and they're like, yes, thanks. And this girl sat there for five minutes staring at me. I could not decide because the union do great coffees. They do. But like, I was thinking, you know, a bit of Hannah Shemang in my coffee. <laughs> like, I feel like she just would do it really well. I made she... it with love. Exactly. And it was sizzling at me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we put the we put the water in and it just started hissing it was yeah. weird but it, you know i hope it's good but yeah apart from the coffee <laughs> this week has been great i think essentially it's just been training a lot of training yeah. um because i train three times a week for athletics and then supposedly two times a week for cricket wow um that's I say a supposedly because on Saturday I didn't really feel that well. Mm. So I just went to the Sunday session, which was a two hour long session. And it was really fun nice. getting along with the girls. It was a lot of fielding, which I love. Um, diving catches, saving the ball on the boundary. So that's diving backwards onto crash mats. That's um, so, it's like gymnastics. Yeah, I loved <laughs> it. And there was like, um, you get a partner to like throw the ball on this kind of tilted board and you dive well you don't have to dive but like it's quick fire catches which i've always really enjoyed doing those and then a net so i practice my bowling so groovy yeah and then apart from that lots of athletics lots of gym yeah. which we did yesterday together oh. as well didn't we how's your week been tell me about it my week's been great as ads just said we've actually spent quite a lot of time together yeah, this week. actually oh god actually <laughs> no it's every week bro. Yeah. we had two pub house pub trips this week oh my goodness but, we did yeah but the first one was uh poorly attended there was a three out of five of the house there <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> one was accepted one was not accepted the the request for annual leave was declined for two of our house members on the wednesday but me and lads were there with our housemate kieran and then we went again on saturday that was so good full five out of five really really enjoyed it was like our proper first house excursion like really wasn't it and it was to spoons which we are so classy the ambiance was exceptional actually i think there was some like society going on and they they made (laughs) they made some loughborough local citizens move from like their date we were just watching these two people on a date and then like the chess society rocked <laughs> up and like started moving tables like feng shuiing the inside of spoons they but, looked really intelligent though i bet it was mm, the chess or yeah. the quidditch society which i really want to join the quidditch society <laughs> if it was i should have gone over and yeah. started making small talk but um as ad said we went to the gym last night and this is really exciting for me yes uh, this because is a breakthrough this is like hannah's return to the gym for the first time in six months um 
And we did legs and oh my god, I am aching so much today. Everything hurts. Hannah really impressed me. She was like RDLing a ton. Well, oh. Oh, sorry, that was hyperbole. Um, <laughs> just worry. some heavy weights. I'm not um, actually like a weightlifting champion. But um, considering her health was not incredible the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, to come back with little progress loss was really impressive. Yeah, we've had a great so session. Nice. Um, the, yeah, I was RDLing. The limiting factor to my RDLing is my my puny weak arms. <laughs> I reckon I could RDL so much, but you know what aches more than my legs today? My shoulders from holding from the holding RDL the bar. Yeah, bar. Um, but we had such a good time. We went at like the middle of the night, in my humble opinion. <laughs> yeah, it was late. Our session started at nine thirty, finished at about eleven, but it was great. Normally, um, we're tucked up watching I'm a Celeb at this time, but <laughs> yeah. the discipline took over. The grind never stops. Um, I also. Went to watch a hockey match on Saturday. Went to watch Loughborough 3's draw to Birmingham. It was actually a very tense game. I was getting super, super into it. Like, I was shouting lots. I went with my housemate, Kieran. <laughs> right. What do you guys think about this, right? If you are watching a hockey game and everyone's looking a bit sad because they're losing two goals to nil, I shouted, Come on, Loughborough, let's get aggressive. And Kieran has not stopped taking the piss out of me. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I think that's a good thing to say. I think that's exactly what they need. Like, you know, adrenaline comes from aggressiveness. Like, yeah. you've got to show that, and then you know, anyway. it will make you play harder. And they need it to. You know, you're playing for Loughborough. That's, yeah. that's like something that people would happily take your place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, if you're going to yeah. represent Loughborough, you've got to Don't really like walk give around it your with your heads hung. Yeah. Anyway, they ended up drawing two goals. No, that's good. Two. That's yeah, really good. Well, Loughborough threes. Very Woo. good. Um. Sports story of the week. Sports story of the week. Who's <laughs> going first? You can go first. Okay, <laughs> yay. This is this is new. Yeah. <laughs> I don't normally go first. My sports story of the week is a bit crazy this week. It's about a woman called, and please excuse me if I pronounce this wrong, I'm going to try my best, Joasia Zakazowski. Okay, uh, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> and she is a GB ultramarathon runner. Um, and she got disqualified from the GB ultras Manchester to Liverpool 50 mile race in April because she got in a car and drove two miles of the race in a car. <laughs> what? And she didn't even win. She only came third. Right, anyway, she got disqualified from this race all the way back in April. Um, because GPS data a couple of days after the race came out showing that she completed one of her miles in one minute and 40 seconds. Now, the average marathon runner runs a mile at about four or five minute pace. So... Bro teleported. Like, that. <laughs> I don't know who she was trying to fool, um, but she came third um, after allegedly telling the officials that she was going to finish the race in a non-competitive manner because she had a leg injury. But officials say it different. Officials say that she never actually officially said that she was going to stop like racing competitively. Anyway, she finished the race, accepted her trophy, posed for all the pictures, posted on Twitter about how happy she was to have come third, made no attempt to kind of give the trophy back or like rectify the mistake for the fact that she got in a car. Um... So UKA have now just recently, after a trial and a hearing, given her a 12-month ban from competing for GB uh, in any races internationally or competing in any ultramarathon races in the whole of the UK, which I think is fair enough. That's so fair. I mean, I have no comment on this. Like, it's just... It's, it's just crazy. appalling. But, like, <laughs> she really said it with chest as well. Like, she really was flaunting, she like, was, how 
how well she did. She but was it's on like, Twitter celebrating. Like, yeah, the amount of policing we have these days with this mm. kind of thing. Like, she was always going to be found out. But fair's for trying. Her, she, she said that she tried to drop out and say that it was non-competitive finishing mm. and she didn't want to impact anyone else's race, which is why she only went two miles in the car because she didn't want to overtake the person who was ahead of her, supposedly. Right. Um, she also said the reason she didn't make any efforts to kind of rectify the mistake is because she was jet-lagged because she lives in Australia now. She's from Scotland, but she lives in Australia now. So she'd just flown over from Australia. I was like, girl, come on. <laughs> You're not fooling anyone. Wow. Anyway, I thought that was That's, quite crazy. That is. That and, is uh, crazy. You can't fault her for trying, but you will get caught. Yeah. Moral of the story. Yeah. Don't cheat. <laughs> essentially <laughs> anyway Ads, what's your sports story this week mine is about english football well yeah english football the lionesses star beth mead yeah um she's kind of opened up about dark moments during her mental health battle oh. but like i think it, she's come back to the scene now she's been picked for the lionesses again because she had a detrimental acl injury oh my god um really really suffered with that and it's becoming more and more common. Like Leah Williamson went out with it, and a few mm. other players, I believe. So That's I think we need more research a... into this because it's uh, it seems though women are much more susceptible than men, just yeah. from like the stats. Yeah. But like, there's also been research come out that when women are on their menstrual cycle, they become significantly weaker in this area. And really? Like, yeah. So if you're going to play a football match while you're on your period you become more weak in the muscles and you're more susceptible to ACL injuries. So I think there needs to be more protocols surrounding this. Oh, my goodness. it's a horrific injury. Like, not only is it detrimental to your physical state, because you can only do your ACL around three times. Please correct me if I'm wrong, I think. Because because of the surgeries, it needs to take a specific ligament or something. Yeah. But, like, you can only do this certain amount of time. And then after this time, you can never go back to the sport. Yeah. So, like, if we're safeguarding these athletes i think more research needs to be put into this yeah it's also it's like a, a horrible injury like it really takes you out of the sport for like oh yeah i mean sometimes Years, people months, can whatever. never never compete again after doing it once it depends yeah. how good your rehab is and assumingly someone from the england team would have pretty good access to rehab yeah but you don't want to be rehabbing in the first place no of course and she missed out on the world cup because of this um, that's so sad where we lost in the final and possibly we would have been able to win if we had her but anyway the proper story was um she actually lost her mum earlier on this year and she was just kind of admitting how dark that was for her because mm. she was suffering with the injury which is really bad for the mental health yeah. in itself but kind then losing a parent covered in the athlete identity crisis episode yeah it, not absolutely. being able to do your sport sucks. yeah and then she was saying that obviously football is her happy place on the pitch and mm. to help with her grieving she would have absolutely loved to be in her yeah. happy place and playing football because you know when you play sport you just kind of forget about everything yeah and that would have really helped her through the steps of grieving but she didn't have that so she's admitted she was in a really dark space but now she's back she is back on the football pitch and um yeah, she's also leading an initiative called Common Goals. Yeah. Well, it's a campaign mm -hmm. and um, it's, it looks to help de uh, the deepening mental health crisis in football and society, equip those in sport with knowledge, skills and resources to understand, prevent and deal with mental health issues. That's so, so good. I think it's really good that something 
amazing has come out of her sit her yeah. really horrible situation. She's taken so. like that negative thing and turned it into something really positive. Yeah, I think she's expi- inspiring. I really yeah. really like Beth. That's such a not just because I'm an Arsenal fan, <laughs> but yeah, she's incredible, exceptional football player, and I'm really glad she's come out of this dark time. So I think that's something we can all learn from. For those of you who can't see, me and Ads have big old grins on our faces yeah. because we think that is so inspirational and yes. that is a lovely story. Even though like obviously like sad parts to it but i'm glad that she's back and doing better back from her injury and hopefully back from her grieving again that's a process that never really never never really finishes you just learn to deal with it but Mm. you learn the resilience but go beth mead like she's back to the lionesses and the mighty gooners can't wait to see her on our screens soon 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 right should we get into the main topic of today absolutely please remind me of the title hands how do i balance my student athlete lifestyle how do i how do we do it how it's so hard tell me (laughs) tell me somebody needs to tell us tell me now no, we are the experts in this situation, <laughs> so okay. we're going to tell you. <laughs> but um, I do think that it's a really hard thing to do because a degree is like a full-time thing. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of athletes, especially like high-level athletes, people who want to go to the Olympics, go to represent their country in big games, sport is a full-time job too. Sport is a full-time job for some people. It is. So how do you do two full-time things to such a high standard how do you maintain that for three years while you're doing a degree it's it's a challenge no, absolutely i mean mm. you've got these two full-time things but you've also got all of the other part-time jobs such as cooking socializing <laughs> studying outside of lectures mm. um well you know helping the mental health detoxing as well yeah. you know you, you, you've got to find this balance and it's exceptionally hard as we know yeah. so we just want to give you a few tips insights into how we deal with things yeah. we may not deal with it incredibly but it's just kind of our coping mechanism yeah i mean we've been doing this for three years now four years um, kind of i mean we, we we've we were on placement so on placement yeah. was slightly different because you we actually had full-time jobs yeah. but it's still i think this still applies to people who are working oh, and also trying it's to do probably sport. harder actually yeah. with a full-time job yeah almost definitely yeah um <clears throat> but i think this is also quite relevant now because it is kind of crunch time i don't know if you've found this it's it's doomsday well dooms month dooms dooms up until christmas when we yeah. can take a break for five minutes yeah but like we have been we've been working hard actually this week we have we did some hardcore study sessions yesterday was good mm, went to yeah. the business school and we do not look very businessy no but we love the business school it's so good they have free coffee free coffee which didn't have coffee yesterday because it ran out <laughs> <laughs> but business school fix that hannah what did you find yesterday <gasps> i found a winning spoon <laughs> she found a winning spoon <laughs> I found so at Loughborough. For those of you that don't know, this is a, I'm going to let you in on a secret. <laughs> They're hiding wooden spoons, Loughborough branded wooden spoons, round campus. And um, if you find one, you can scan a QR code on it and enter yourself for a prize draw. So I could win some saucepans, a water bottle, a Samsung tablet. Whoa! <laughs> Can I just say Hannah's already won two iPads in the past? <laughs> I was true. like, okay, I'm not meant to have a tablet at this point. <laughs> I just the free tablets just find me. Yeah. <laughs> I won my first iPad from entering a competition at uni as well, which was filling in a form about your favourite study space on campus. And then I'm pretty sure I was probably the only person who did it, hence why I won. I that feel iPad. like I entered in that as well. <laughs> I beat you. Ha ha. 
Sorry, that was not funny. <laughs> I'm salty. <laughs> um, anyway, should we get into our top tips for balancing the student-athlete lifestyle? Yes, of course. Would you like to go first? I'd be delighted. Hit me with tip one. So, sorry guys, once again. The Athlete Bulletin self-promo has some of these tips on here if you if we miss any out or you want to just check out some more. Yeah, definitely go look at Ad's post on Athlete Bulletin because it is it is good and it covers a lot. Yeah. So first of all, I think what should we start with? I think let's let's, let's go down to the foundations. It's priorities, sorting priorities. Mm-hmm. So I think whether you can write this down, um, get it into a tangible piece of paper, just something that reminds you of what your focus is. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, as a student athlete, studies personally have to come first over athletics. Yeah. Or whatever sport you're in. Yeah, completely. Um, but, like, kind of even numbering what your priorities are and really focusing on those and, like, making sure that it's not really imbalanced. Yeah. Um, Almost, like, put them in a pyramid. Like, what is yeah. at the top of your pyramid? What What needs to be the top number one thing? And then, as you go down, what can maybe be sacrificed a bit more? What can be balanced i think that's really really important yeah i mean if you if you don't mind one of mine kind of relates to this in a way um which was learn to say no Mm -hmm. because i think it's remembering your priorities and then remembering because i think by nature as athletes we're quite ambitious people and it can be really hard to say no to things when you want to like see your friends and you want to like do that extracurricular activity if you can sit down and look at a list of your top priorities, you can feel less guilty about saying, actually, no, today I, I'm not going to come to the pub for the third time this week. I'm going to stay in and study. I, I'm going to like do that extra training session or whatever. I think that's an excellent point. Like, mm. really just don't feel guilty for this. And yeah, you may no. feel like you're letting some people down, whether this is a social occasion. Disclaimer, we were not mad at our housemates <laughs> for not coming out because it's so valid. Yeah. But like... If it is a social, maybe it is that extra training session, um, don't feel mad about saying no because Mm -hmm. essentially you're going to need to put yourself first. Whatever you think you need in that moment, you're going to put first, but you're going to disregard others' perceptions of you because at the end of the day, you you are your number one priority. Put yourself first. If you need to skip that social or... You know, you feel pressured to do so. No, take a step back and think, is this really worth it for your own mental health? Yeah, look at your list of priorities and remember what your end goal is. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. People who, like, the people who you surround yourself with should also be really understanding of that, right? Like, Of course, otherwise they're not true friends. Yeah, like, they should be cheerleading you on if you want to, like, go to the Olympics. They should be there in the stands with a banner. 100, 100%, <laughs> anything less, and they're not your friends. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and I think it's also... It is better to do a few things high quality than do lots of things half-heartedly. Yeah. Like if you're going to be, if you're going to go to that social, but you don't want to be there and you're going to be like worrying and stressing, there's no point. Yeah. Look after yourself. A hundred percent. Go watch I'm a Celeb. (laughs) I can't believe the situation on I'm a Celeb yesterday. (gasps) We were watching it with... Don't give spoilers just in case. Sorry. But... (laughs) That's some pretty crazy drama. They're going to know what we're talking about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I can go for another one. Yeah, go on. Um, another one is practicing acceptance. I've got here. It's because people sometimes have unhealthy perfectionism. They, they feel like they need to have everything 100% mm-hmm. perfect all the time. Yeah. This isn't possible at <laughs> Just all. Just so you know. <laughs> like, we are human beings. Um, I think 
you know, you've just got to realise that you're going to make mistakes. You're not going to have a complete routine all the time. Yeah. You know, you're going to wake up late one day. You're going to, you know, leave coursework <laughs> to last minute. But yeah. like, it doesn't mean you're behind anyone else. Everyone does it. I'm literally, yeah. I'm not even joking. Like, there's not a single person who hasn't once been up, like, fueled by 700 Red Bulls at four yeah. in the morning, like, furiously typing a coursework. Because sometimes that happens. Yeah. I don't recommend doing that, but I do it every time. Yeah, it just makes people <laughs> feel better about it. But I think, um, yeah. It leads to yeah. burnout. And I think what you see online, for instance, is I put a nice little candid picture of me with a candle doing my work the other day. And like <laughs> some people may look at that and think, oh, she's got her life together. She's doing work and stuff. Yeah. But like behind the scenes, no, like that was just a time where I was in focus mode. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to have times where you're not in the mood to work and you may feel behind, but just give you cut yourself some slack yeah you know? like I've, I've got a really similar one to you i've put learn from your academic mistakes so i guess mm-hmm. it kind of leads on from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah failure isn't always a bad thing like if you do if you fail a test because you realize that you've spent way too much time training and not enough time studying yeah like cry about it for a bit like that's fine because obviously no one wants to fail but then for next time you're probably never going to make the same mistake again you're going to realize oh like i do i do need to spend more time like studying and working yeah and it's the same with the coursework if you leave a coursework to the last minute Mm -hmm. i'm saying this i've never once not been (laughs) i've never once not been rushing at the 24 academic pressure is the best motivation you'll ever see (laughs) that is so true but like like, failing also gives you really good feedback mm -hmm. that you can draw upon and you can realize the gaps that you missed and then just take it on to your next piece of work or even if that is sport as well yeah like take that on take the constructive criticism because it's really valuable yeah like use it take it forward Mm -hmm. make turn it into something good a hundred percent great do you want to go again? Sure. <laughs> um, I think time management again. So mm-hmm. start early, chip away at assignments as soon as you receive them. Obviously, this is kind of counter what we were talking about <laughs> with ourselves. We're trying to be better all the time, I promise you. Yeah, we are constantly on a journey of self-improvement. <laughs> Slow yeah. and steady wins we the race. We need to go on a pilgrimage, honestly. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, bite-sized work, I think little and often is something we've been taught from young. But really, whenever you're kind of in a space to do a little bit of work whether that's 10 minutes whether that's half an hour yeah. it will all build up and it will really help you just you know you don't have to take yourself to the library and have big stints of work yeah like, you can kind of do this in increments are you going to be productive if you're like sat festering in the basement of the library for nine hours probably not yeah like there is something to be said for taking small chunks of time but like i guess once all of my points like lead on really nicely from yours we're we're on such a wonderful wavelength today (laughs) um mine was like use your calendar your calendar is your best friend and make a timetable like literally timetable your life you know when you're in school and you have like seven periods rusty (laughs) timetables with bits of lunch on it and people have like written like your crush's name all over it (laughs) (laughs) but like it's like having nearly every bit of your day scheduled out can be really beneficial because you can say yeah that's my like hour chunk for work time then I'm gonna go training and that's gonna be a nice like break and then I'm gonna go see my friends and if you can like look at that timetable maybe for your week or maybe just for the next day and 
like make sure that you've got a good balance of all the activities that you need to be doing and nothing's building up or becoming too much i feel like that's really really important yeah and there are different ways to do this you can do it digitally Mm -hmm. on your calendar is that how you do it google calendar is my best friend (laughs) and you can make it colorful and aesthetic i have all the colors of the rainbow on my calendar she's so pretty (laughs) yay (laughs) yeah how do you do yours Oh, <laughs> I, this is when As is exposed I for not having a calendar. Don't <laughs> do anything. Uh, basically, my calendar is in my brain, and that's fine. I, that's can fine you vouch too. that I don't really miss much though? Ads is so much better than me at not missing things. <laughs> like I don't know what I just do rely on my brain, and it's really like I'm driving a manual car. Yeah, but I think you when also... automatics are out there. But like. <laughs> It's almost like I'd prefer to do the washing up than put it in a dishwasher. I just feel more accomplished. Yeah, you know, challenge yourself. I feel like you also have quite a set week. Like, yeah. generally. Yeah. Like, it's pretty structured. Your trainings and your lectures and stuff. So you just. I don't know how I don't miss it, though, because I have dissertation meetings every other Monday and, like, little dotted meetings around. Yet, I. Best you believe I'm turning up on the dot every <laughs> time. <laughs> She's two minutes early. Trust. <laughs> I genuinely. I genuinely couldn't do that. I like, I would. But once again, it's all relative. I'd miss this podcast. Yeah, but <laughs> so you're I better than me than being organised. I don't know. I just, do, I shouldn't. My grandma always tell me, hi, grandma Betty, if you're listening. <laughs> love you so much. Shout miss out. you. <laughs> and grandma Nanu, love you. <laughs> we know they listen because every week we get like the most adorable feedback message. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love them so much. Love you both. And everyone else in my family, I love you so much. Oh my God, sorry. This is. <laughs> get so emotional about our families we were at the pub on saturday night and we were just looking at the old people sat behind us and we were like we miss our grandparents so much i genuinely think we shed tears yeah we did well up like my my vision was blurry looking at (laughs) and then she what did you do i messaged my both sets of grandparents telling them how much i love them which is true i do and then i got the cutest email response from my granny oh my god all i will say the title of this email was love you lots like i read said email and it was it was like an emotional story it's like it's like a piece of art i went through the five stages of grief reading it (laughs) (laughs) like like i just i do love my grandparents so much what the hell wait where were we (laughs) I just went off track. We were on calendars. <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, calendars. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I don't have one personally. But any, like, what I was going to say was Google Calendar or whatever, Apple Calendar, do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing an example of Kieran, he uses a diary. Yeah, you um, can have a planner stuck on your wall. Yeah, just any, if, if you're more of a tangible girly or boy, um, <laughs> use that. Or digital, like the, any way that works for you. But I mm. am a mental girl and, and it's, it's not too good but no, it works fine. for me do, uh, yeah do what works for you if you can also like if you think about your day just the night before and what you're gonna do and how you're gonna balance it yeah that's take fine. it step by step yeah day by day um but like kind of on that as well i don't know if you found this but doing placement when you have like a nine to five job where you have to be at work i felt like that was actually a really good way of finding separation from like work versus like fun hobbies or activities. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know, like obviously this doesn't always work. Uni is really funny because it's complete. It's like one of the most unscheduled things ever. Every yeah, day is different. Everything 
intertwines mm. together but i think like especially for us as third years like doing our disses now this is like m- probably one of my best pieces of advice it's like use the day take the day as like work time study time focus time doesn't mean you have to study for the full day but almost treat it as a working day so like take mm-hmm. your breaks in between yeah and then maybe fit your sport your training any other hobbies in in the mornings in the evenings on the weekends if that works for you i just feel like that really works for me having separation between the two things because otherwise my brain gets all jumbled absolutely like take different blocks of different activities Mm. a day like today i've got podcast with Mm. you then we're going to probably do a bit of studying after this then i've got training at four yeah like it's just nice little blocked increments of different things Mm. and definitely it will it will help your memory if you kind of switch up a little bit yeah. you can't really focus for a long amount of time if your training schedule doesn't work as well around like your lectures and things you can like you can speak to your coaches or your lecturers it depends of course and, they'd like, be more than happy yeah like the people around you will definitely be happy to help they, like your coaches want what's best for you so if that's changing changing up your schedule a bit changing your training times putting different things on different days yeah. so it works like most effectively for you then that's fine definitely mm. like with athletics the coaches are always more than happy to kind of swap the training times and yeah. go into different groups if you feel fit if you've got lectures on a certain day like just don't feel bad about asking about it because they are very aware that you're yeah. students as well so just kind yeah. of talk to them lay it out on the table and we can sort it out for you they're coaching at a university so like they should be prepared. They should be <laughs> hyper aware of this. I guess it's different for team sports because obviously your whole team has to be at training. But I know that team sports try and make sure their team trainings are in evenings yeah. or on Wednesday afternoons because we, well, actually, that's when all the Bucks games are. Mm-hmm. But we get Wednesday afternoons off at yeah. uni. So it's like making sure that. Yeah, exactly. You can work Just be transparent it. about it with your coach and I'm sure they'll be understanding. Absolutely. Would you like to hit us with another one? Of course. Another one is effective studying. Uh-huh. So effective notes, for example, paraphrasing. So if you're doing a lecture, don't just kind of robotically type out what they've said on the lecture slides. Try and paraphrase this um, into your own words. This is how I feel it sticks in my brain more is because if you're switching it to what you see fit with like how you want it to be worded, mm. you're more likely to remember it and kind of absorb it. So yeah. I think also using colour, images highlighting graphs um just like make it look pretty like i've started changing the background color on my word documents (laughs) i saw that yesterday (laughs) i looked over at ad's laptop and it was bright pink and i was like that's so fun yeah i have it for different modules and it's it's so nice like it makes me feel a little bit more put together so whatever makes you feel like that do it because yeah just make it pretty highlight all these different colors like you had to use your ipad don't you uh, yeah i'm also a quizlet girly so like <laughs> flashcards and things like things which i think i like flashcards because making them is revision but then every time you go over them it's really quick and it's really easy i can have quizlet on my phone if i've got a, it's like what you were saying about doing small periods of work if i have a spare 15 minutes i can just look over my quizlets do a few and that feels like really effective but it doesn't take up a lot of time. Obviously, making the Quizlets does take a bit of time. Yeah. But it is just like finding ways that are fun for you, that 
keep your brain engaged. Absolutely. Short, snappy things. Quizlet's yeah. good for that, isn't it? And you can even just sit in front of the TV doing it, like, because it's on your iPad, isn't yeah, it? Ex- yeah, exactly. And like you say, like, making things colourful and pretty also helps them to stick in your mind. For sure. So, um, yeah, basically, I think, like, it is finding ways of studying that work for you because, like, obviously... I think even if you're a student athlete, your degree does come first because your degree is temporary. Your degree is three years long. Like you only have that three years to get your degree and Mm -hmm. do your absolute best. Whereas training is not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, so studying comes first. And then also there's this thing called meta learning that I looked at and it's just only focusing on the essential info in the unit outline. Mm -hmm. So like if you're reading a lecture, read what, how they've summarized at the end, you know, Mm -hmm. how, how have they summarized? What's, What's the main points that you took from the lecture? Yeah. Look at like skip to the end if you need to. What have they taken out of the lecture? Then kind of go over this in some, like there's a lot of a, I don't want to say irrelevant detail, but there's a lot of like beating around the bush no. in lectures, <laughs> I think. So really just so I have this incredible lecturer. His name's Paul. Hi Paul if you're listening. He's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> he puts big yellow stars on the lecture slides that will be in the exam. One angel. He is absolutely cool as an angel like he really is he was sent from heaven like <laughs> wow yes how cool is how good is that like we all just think he's amazing because <laughs> i love like one of my favorite modules i have a three-hour lecture on a friday morning so it's like a chunky old lecture and the guy talks a lot about um like the history behind the points he's making and there's a lot of extra info where he goes, you don't need to know this for the exam. I love hearing it. But then when I'm revising, I don't love hearing it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you say, like being able to make sure that you can list out the key things, the key takeaways, yes. maybe even right after a lecture. Absolutely. You just write the things that you feel are most important. If you for have sure. a pool in your life, you don't need to do that because he's done it for you. I'm so lucky. <laughs> but yeah, I think... Um, just uh summarizing the key points like if you have a coursework coming up maybe don't go to that lecture that's on an exam in five months time but you have a coursework that's due in a couple weeks just really focus on the Mm. coursework like don't feel bad for say skipping a lecture that is kind of not the most relevant thing in the world for for you right now it's like focus on deadlines it's back to prioritizing isn't it and if what works because i definitely feel like that's how that's how I like to work. I like yeah. my brain gets very absorbed by one thing if it's a coursework. Yeah. Like let like let your brain do like we're adults. Like mm. the whole point of being at uni is that you have so much autonomy over how yeah. you want to study and how you want your degree to be structured. So use that autonomy. Absolutely. Be economical about it. If you've got coursework coming up, focus on that because realistically that is the most important thing that's what you're being graded on yeah so just focus on the deadlines over like kind of getting your lecture notes pretty you know because that can come within time we were talking about this yesterday so just focus on like the deadlines and where you're going to get the marks be economical absolutely um and kind of leading on from that my next point is treat training as fun downtime in stressful periods because i think when you're serious about sport it can be a massive like extra stress in your life as mm-hmm. in uh, whether you're training or not training if it's going right or it's going wrong you're always you you're just you feel stressed about it yeah. um but i think when it's like exam season or deadline season like it is now try and use the times that you're training as escapism as like a de-stressor and 
make sure you remember why you started doing the sport in the first place because even if it's become something that's really important to you and causes you a lot of stress you started doing it because you liked it mm-hmm. <laughs> you loved it in fact and you found it fun so try and like refine that yeah. in the sport definitely but equally if you're really stressed you've got a coursework deadline um and you don't want to go to training also don't beat yourself up about that like if you find that it's going to stress you out more to go to that training session just once during exam period that's not a bad thing it's fine again to say no in the words of nessa give or take (laughs) amen (laughs) at the end of the day when all said or done give or take I'm so sorry if any Welsh listeners are, are out there. Um, I didn't even realise you were trying to do a Welsh accent. Oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, just detox at training. Remember why you're in the sport in the first place. It was because of fun. You were a tiny little person running around yeah. full of energy. And you've carried this on because... Just just think about your younger self. Like, yeah. why are you doing this? Like, it's for fun. That is the main purpose. And I yeah. think you're pretty good at it to still Mm. be doing it so just enjoy it enjoy the process yeah and try and like find the find the de-stress and find that like use it as downtime essentially when when studying and your degree gets stressful absolutely um okay i've got another one here go on self-reflection so noticing unhealthy patterns i mean these kind of intersect a little bit But I'd say journaling for 10 minutes a day is really important. Um, Whether you're just splodging out thoughts or feelings or what happened in that day, I think it really just gets it out on paper and is Mm. quite a de-stressor. So, yeah, stress management techniques, mindfulness, deep breathing, um, just really come back to life. Like, it's going to get hectic. It's going to you're going to be all over the place. So I just think come back to reality, journal get your thoughts out and um i think having that little routine of 10 minutes to yourself kind of talking to yeah. a imaginary friend in this someone book. who is never gonna judge you yeah. <laughs> like you, like sometimes you know when you're really stressed or you're angry or you're anxious or whatever you're feeling and you just want to talk at someone yeah. and you don't want them to like offer you solutions or like mm-hmm. give you any like thoughts you literally just want to splurge at them a journal can be that for sure. Yeah. And it's like really good for the Menti H. <laughs> the Menti H is strong in this yeah, one. It really is. So yeah, just like I fully I fully agree with this. And I also think like one thing that you said is really important, like taking time out for yourself where you can just focus on you. Doing that consistently, regularly, even if it is only for ten minutes a day. Yeah. That's so valuable in a life that can be really stressful and you can also be surrounded by people a lot of the time when you're at uni you're living with housemates or flatmates you're like seeing people at training you're seeing people in lectures you're probably studying with people like you don't i find that you don't really get a lot of alone time at uni that's so true so trying to make sure that you just have that little moment to decompress yeah so like so valuable it really is really make sure you get that time to talk to yourself well (laughs) it can be in a monologue but, yeah um, talk to yourself yeah just you need you that independent time because you like you say it, a bit of cabin yourself. fever do you ever talk to yourself in the shower no i just sing <laughs> I, I maybe i don't know i have big <laughs> conversations with myself yeah i probably zone out like thinking about things <laughs> yeah. but yeah it's a good time to detox in the shower isn't it because you're only with yourself yeah so. and no one else can come in <laughs> yeah. yeah 
Exactly. <laughs> you hope. Um, my next one is meal prep, coffee prep. Keep on top of all the little things in life, like the little day-to-day tasks that can become really overwhelming if you let them, if you let them build up. So it's like, make, like cook, f- take an evening, a, a, an evening a week to cook food for yourself for the next week, put mm-hmm. it in the freezer. Then you can take it out with you when you've got a busy day of lectures and training and things. Bring it with you. You can eat because also we know staying fueled as an athlete is really important, but it can be stressful to cook for yourself and look after yourself i find it really hard <laughs> oh yeah well there's no better feeling than coming back from training or the library yeah and like oh no i have to cook and oh. there's people in the kitchen and yeah. you just want to you just want to eat but like, you have leftover food in the fridge you forgot that your past self was looking out for you ads is so good at making leftovers <laughs> but makes... what happens to the leftovers an abundance of leftovers and then what she happened to my leftovers her... yesterday they got eaten by Owen. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Full stop. Her, her little parasite boyfriend. <laughs> we love him so much. <laughs> we, yes. <laughs> we also, Owen also came to the gym with us yesterday and he really, he really helped. He's such a good PT. He's such a good PT. He's like so supportive and helps us with our technique. Yes. But he did eat all leftovers. So it's like, mm, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> It's fine. I knew he'd be hungry after the gym. <laughs> but um, they also, Ads puts them in little Chinese like takeaway boxes and she makes so much and she <laughs> fits like an obscene amount of food into this tiny like 10 centimetre square box. Like then... the density of the food is actually crazy. Like, it's like ends up being a rock of food. She'll pour it out the next day and it will be like a sand castle <laughs> of, of like pasta or noodles or yeah. rice. It actually looks so inedible. You could cut into it like a cake. Yeah, for sure. But it means I don't have but to But it cook. is so good. It's so delicious. <laughs> you know when you went away last weekend? Yeah. I ate your pasta in the fridge. Yeah, I and wanted someone delicious. too. Really? Yeah, I was like, adds was looking out for future me yes (laughs) i'm glad you enjoyed it they were delish um but i guess the point is like especially for me i find this really hard sometimes um when i haven't like done my washing for ages or like i haven't like cleaned my room or i haven't like cooked for myself and i've not done a proper food shop like life can feel really overwhelming and then all the other things that you have to fit around those little life tasks Mm -hmm. like seem like way more of a massive deal and what are little small life tasks become a massive job that you need to then put on your to-do list i agree wholeheartedly so maybe in that 10 minutes that you take out for yourself to journal and spend time with yourself just before that you could take another 10 minutes where you just do a quick once over clean of your room Mm -hmm. just if you need wash to do washing do put your washing in the washing machine yeah i think like <laughs> i forgot what washing machine was called for a second there <laughs> i think the state of your room like directly correlates with your mental state they at that time research on that like because... there for sure has to be yeah. like i really like before i work in my room like my bed has to be made like things need to be put away yeah and it's just like kind of a conscious thing that needs to happen but so i i know i can work and be ready to work yeah so i think even just start by as soon as you wake up just make the bed even just as, if you just throw the duvet so it covers the mattress (laughs) just so it looks like it but it really like helps you get ready yeah yeah yeah. just like keeping your brain keeping your space organized Mm -hmm. keeps your brain organized 
so true. And so uh, I'm not always things. the best at it, but when my space is organized, I never feel better. <laughs> yeah, and just start with little things, you know? Yeah. Just start eventually, say, clear one countertop and then the next countertop and wipe it down and, you know, just... It will make you feel much happier. And yeah. then once you're done, light a candle. <laughs> and then life is bliss. Breathe in that sweet pumpkin spice smell. It's actually not yes. pumpkin spice season anymore, is it? Now it's, it's nearly, it's nearly like <gasps> nutmeg, berries, like spice, cinnamon. Yeah, cinnamon. Yes. <laughs> That's the one. Pine needles. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have another one for us? Um, just a small one. We don't need to talk about yeah. much about this, but just congregate your support network, personal support team, coach. If you have a dietitian, psychologist, SNC coach, don't convince yourself you can do it alone because you it's can. so valid to reach out. <laughs> and like we have these people here for a reason. Yeah. So talk to them. They also they they want to help. That's their whole job. They like, want that's to help. Their life's work. So. They're <laughs> so flattered by asking. Yeah. Y- you asking them completely. They'll feel worthy. So do it. Yeah. Right. I think that's probably a good place to round off. I just yeah. wanted to kind of finish up with some some positives of being able to successfully juggle a student athlete lifestyle Ooh, yeah. because it's tricky and it's hard, but the skills that you will gain from it to take on into your life and just know that you have these skills are really yeah. valuable. Um it's like a massive amount of resilience to bounce back from like stressful times, like when things all get a bit much. If you can stay strong in those times and keep going, that's a big deal. Also, kind of what we talked about again in the identity crisis episode, um, which is episode two, if you want to go back and listen to it, by the way, um, being able to do studying and being an athlete and all the other things that come with it does give you a rounded identity. Mm-hmm. You can you have things to fall back on. You're not ever becoming too focused on one thing. For sure. So I think that's a really good thing. Definitely. Um, also, as you kind of said, it helps you to manage perfectionism. You are going to know pretty quickly that you're never going to be able to be perfect to everything. And that's yeah. such a valuable thing to know for the rest of your life, yeah. to be honest. So just be accepting of that. Um, and finally, it also just makes you really good at managing your time, managing yourself, managing your prioritization, which is going to be so helpful in whatever you do. If you go on to do a job, if you go on to become a full-time athlete, if you go on to have kids, like you're going to... It's all generalized and can be applied to all of these life aspects. Absolutely. So that's our two cents. Yay. <laughs> I hope some of that was helpful to some of you. Um, and this isn't just for athletes. If you do uh-uh. extracurricular in any activity, yeah, this will so apply to true. you. Because, uh, for instance, Hannah does stage society. Yeah. So if you're in the creative side of things, it will definitely apply. In fact, they probably have to put more hours oh into that God. than a sport. <laughs> so please, I'm not invalidating anyone else that does anything else other than sport because yeah. you, I salute you for that. Literally, uh, this is, like you say, applicable to everyone. Yes. Right. We have a fun little, fun little section for the end of today. We're bringing back Would You Rather's, but Yay. we're bringing back Would You Rather's on a big scale. Yeah, <laughs> because kind of. we've been gifted a book by Richard a Herring's Would You Rather. So what's going to happen is we're going to do about three each, but we're just going to open up on a random page and see what it says. Yeah. And ask each other the questions. Yeah, absolutely. So shall I flick and do you want to tell me when to stop? You flick. Stop. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather be zero feet tall 
or infinity feet tool. <laughs> that is like a really I can't deep. even comprehend <laughs> that. Like Jane, my my mind is glitching over that. So infinity. Because because if you're zero feet tall, you're nothing. You're nothing, but if you're infinity feet tall, you're never ending. Okay, I'm going to go for infinity feet tool because then I can see how far the universe expands. Oh, that is that is something and we I can all see all know. the different galaxies. You'd actually be so useful to have around. Yeah. <laughs> Am I going to be able to like speak to you? You're all the way down there. I'm infinity up here. <laughs> yeah, like maybe you'll just like be up there with like the gods. Like, oh my god, I get to see so many aliens. Yeah, it's so, so true. definitely yeah, infinity. Yeah, yeah. Zero- I don't. Want- like zero is just boring like you're just, you're just in the grass you're just not there <laughs> yeah. exactly right, right. answers taking okay. the book i'm gonna flick stop okay would you rather discover the bones of an unknown species of dinosaur that would be named after you or buried treasure <gasps> buried treasure yeah. I feel like the adventure to get to the buried treasure would be more fun than the adventure to get to the dinosaur. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just, I want to like live my best like Johnny Depp, Kira Knightley pirate lifestyle. Yeah. You're just <laughs> thinking of being the main character at this point. Also, like in this cost of living crisis, I would love to find some buried treasure. Hopefully it'd be worth something. So true. Cosy, Some cosy lives. <laughs> Gotta think of the cosy lives. Like, you need that money. Always thinking of the cosy lives. Yeah, trust. <laughs> right. Flicking. Flicking. Stop. Ha <gasps> 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 Oh, I've got three to, <laughs> three to pick from. Okay. Would you rather have to have jalapenos or anchovies in every meal you eat from now on? anchovies really do you yeah, like an anchovy? i really like anchovies oh well that's kind of boring <laughs> well <laughs> dumpster breaks i really like anchovies they're so good they're salty and delicious i feel like i i feel like i'm more scared of the thought of an anchovy than the actual taste of an anchovy like i actually <gasps> think i'd quite have like you seen it. the spongebob episode mm. anchovies <laughs> they all come in a sea of anchovies and, and mr krabs so many of them. mr krabs is like what's that smell it's a sort of smelly smell. It's a sort of smelly smell that smells smelly. Anchovies. And they're all like tiny with big eyes. Yes! Oh my yes, goodness. That's like mine and my brother's favourite episode. Ever. I love Spongebob. Same. Okay. She's flicking. Oh, stop. I forgot. I have to tell oh you to stop. Goodness. I was like, why are you making me go right to the end? Um, okay. If you could turn back time by 30 minutes once in your lifetime... Would you rather use that power retrospectively now to change something that's already happened or save it up for the future? Save it up for the future? Mm-hmm. Because I'm happy with where my life is now. And also, like, the best days are yet to happen. Yeah, exa- <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, that's such a good point. Because I could just go back and not change anything. Yeah, you could I'm just, just thinking, I don't want to... I don't want to change anything. No happened. regrets. Amen. No regrets. But um, yeah, I, yeah. I'd save it up. Nice. I yeah, might never nice. use it. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> we've got, we've got the. Uh, oh, the. Okay, you can go ahead. <laughs> okay. Stop. Ooh, ooh, there's actually so many on every page. Um. <laughs> would you rather have world peace 
or £10,000 in your personal bank account tax-free? Uh, was it 10,000? Yeah. Well, 10, that's. I'd rather world peace because 10,000 is nowhere near enough. <laughs> for, for anything. Yeah, and like absolutely world peace. Yeah, I feel like 10,000 would get you, like, it would help you survive for about a year. I feel like no, <laughs> no amount of money is ever, like, going to correlate with the worth of. Yeah, and on, on a deep note. Like, universal well-being we need world peace right now like we really do trust the world is very unpeaceful mm-hmm. so uh it's very loud and obnoxious <laughs> it, right. needs to, it needs to humble itself okay last one yep stop sorry i keep forgetting that oh my god she's just staring at my thumb and i'm like i'm literally gonna stop scrolling in a minute because it's gonna be at the blur <laughs> okay would you rather be only able to communicate with the vocabulary of a sat-nav or have one very cold hand that you could never get any warmer whatever you did <laughs> well this doesn't really apply to you because you're already the latter <laughs> i was actually just thinking that like i'm so cold all th- right now i'm actually a bit warm crazy oh, god what's up with <laughs> what's you going on there must be a why in the day um but like i don't no, I'd have the cold hand because I can't, yeah. can't do a podcast if all I can take see is... Take a left. Take the next left. Bare left. Yeah. I can't... I, no, that I would not be friends with you. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'd be kicked out of my house. I'd yeah. be kicked off my podcast. <laughs> Our podcast, but... Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. On that lovely note, um, we have some really exciting news. Whoop! Uh, we are now live on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you look up Going Off Track on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you'll be able to listen to the first four episodes and soon to be this episode. Yay! <laughs> I am so excited about this. Like It's kind of surreal, like yeah. looking up Going Off Track and it's just on Spotify because I use it so often and it's always the big... The big dogs, yeah, you know, growing up and sometimes podcasts. down. Joe Rogan, the girls but it's like them. we are in the system. We're among them, um, and we would love for you guys to listen on there. Um, we'd also really, really appreciate that if you do enjoy the podcast, that you could subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Yep, there's a follow button and rate and review us. Um, we would love you forever. Yeah, and you would go down in the podcast history books. Rate us whatever star you like. <laughs> <laughs> who said that <laughs> <laughs> um and also go and follow us on our instagram at going off track podcast yeah because we may ask some questions yes. so it's kind of a chance for you to get involved if you'd like to pose any questions at all for future podcasts or just keep up to date with what we're getting up to absolutely we love you so much thank you so much for listening to episode five thank you for the support eternally grateful as always and we will see you in the next one see you later bye